This message comes from NPR sponsor, Progressive, and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. House Republicans have impeached Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. The vote was mostly along party lines after the first impeachment vote failed last week. NPR's Claudia Grisales reports GOP lawmakers had to increase their numbers to succeed with the second impeachment vote. House Speaker Mike Johnson announced the vote tally to cheers from Republicans. On this vote, the yeas are 214 and the nays are 213. The resolution is adopted. Majority Whip Steve Scalise, who was away for cancer treatment, returned to give Republicans a one-vote margin they needed for impeachment. The Democratic-led Senate is not expected to do much with the House action. Claudia Grisales, NPR News, the Capitol. New York Democrat Tom Suozzi has won yesterday's special election to fill the seat of ousted Congressman George Santos. The win carves the Republicans' majority in the House to just a handful of lawmakers. Suozzi's victory could be a factor in very close House votes. Lawmakers in Maine have decided to give subpoena powers to a commission that's investigating last October's deadly mass shooting in Lewiston. From Maine Public, Steve Missler reports the commission has had trouble getting some witnesses to answer questions about the shooting. The commission's new power comes as it probes a rampage killing 18 people last fall in Lewiston that unfolded despite warnings about the gunman's increasing paranoia. While the panel has heard testimony from local law enforcement, it has yet to hear from the gunman's Army Reserve Unit. The gunman spent two weeks at a New York psychiatric hospital last year after he was pulled from an Army training mission. His superiors have come under scrutiny for not promptly alerting police or seizing his firearms. The new subpoena power law doesn't specifically target the Army, but the commission director recently told state lawmakers that the panel had been spurned by uncooperative witnesses. The Army inspector general is conducting a separate probe. For NPR News. I'm Steve Missler in Augusta, Maine. Officials from the U.S., Israel, Qatar, and Egypt have ended their talks in Cairo with no breakthrough. They were seeking another pause in fighting in Gaza. The talks were also focused on releasing hostages held by Hamas. As talks continued, Israeli military spokesman Admiral Daniel Hagari had a warning for Hamas. And Hamas leaders, wherever they're hiding, should know they're on borrowed time. His comments came as the Israeli military released a video that it says shows the mastermind of the October 7th attack in a Hamas tunnel with his family. Iran is blaming terrorism for an explosion at a major natural gas pipeline. This runs across the country from north to south. Iranian leaders did not provide evidence or name suspects. The explosion has been described as massive. This is NPR. Election officials in Indonesia are counting votes from yesterday's national election. The BBC reports that the front-running presidential candidate is former defense minister Prabowo Subianto. He was ousted from the Indonesian military in 1998 for his role in human rights abuses. Many nursing home staff and residents nationwide are not keeping up with their COVID vaccines. Montana Public Radio's Aaron Bolton has more on the findings of a new study. The Kaiser Family Foundation, a nonprofit health policy research group, found that roughly 6 in 10 nursing home residents aren't up to date on their COVID shots. That rate skyrockets to 85 percent for staff. 
Nursing home residents are vulnerable, even with immunity from prior vaccines or infections. They account for a third of all COVID-related deaths in the U.S. Over 80 percent of residents and staff nationwide took the initial round of shots. But this report suggests interest is waning. KFS says vaccination rates may continue to drop without action from the federal government. For NPR News, I'm Aaron Bolton in Columbia Falls, Montana. Unionized flight attendants for Alaska Airlines have voted to authorize a strike. This does not mean a walkout is imminent. The flight attendants union is demanding that Alaska Airlines make progress in contract talks. The man who created the beloved breakfast food Pop-Tarts has died. An obituary for Bill Post says he was 96. He helped debut Pop-Tarts in 1964. This is NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR.